listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hey, g'day on the Footy Talk podcast. Queensland talk pick and stick, but this time they don't pick and stick. Uh, times change, Maroon. And with a couple of debutants, you know, in the Origin making their debut, I'm going to talk about when I got my first call to make Origin. G'day, everybody. It's the Footy Talk podcast. No way, though, today. It's just Woodsy and Maroon. Hello, Woodsy. Hello, Maroon. He's, he's brushed us. He's got the weekend, or the week off. Yeah. They've got the boys. had a great win. Great couple of wins, actually, for the Sharks. Mm. So mm. a well-deserved break for Wado. I think his missus pulled rank, and, yeah, they're going on for a little bit of a holiday. Yeah, they are in one of, what, five teams on 16 points. So Yeah, they've had a, a real good, like, last month of footy, I reckon. Yeah. You know, similar to what Canberra were. They, they were a little bit down the ladder, then they've had a couple of good wins. It's pushed them right up there. It's probably that magic round game where the Dolphins got them. Remember the Dolphins that, well, had – That's like, the only game you can think of that mm. Cronulla have been poor in. Other than that, they've been pretty good, mm. you know, and they had a great season last year. Um, all signs that, you know, Craig Fitzgibbons is one of the outstanding coaches, spent a lot of time under Robbo at the Chooks and waited for the right opportunity. And that's what you hear a lot of coaches this day and age. They need to wait for that right opportunity to yeah. get the right squad. Mm. Mate, um, obviously we want to talk a bit of origin today and yep. uh, a couple of other things that are going on, e.g. the bunker. Oh. Uh, but before we do, there was an incident with you over the weekend, just for anyone who missed it. Well, when we're on air, just to explain to our, oh. our loyal <laughs> podcast listeners, when we're on, we're calling the footy and they go, and the ball goes here, the ball goes there. And, and, but they're in, the, in your ears, somebody will say, like our producer, Charlie White, who, by the way, has got the biggest zit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> on his head today. <laughs> Charlie will say to you, I'm going to put an ad in your hand for, in this case, it was KO. Advertising. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. when this, I, and ours was at halftime. Yeah. And when you get the go-ahead, I want you and Woodsy to read this ad. But you didn't pre-read it. And so you read out what you were supposed to know, not read. Well, so the instructions for the ad. Yes. So I, I did stuff up there. Let's hear it and I'll, t- I'll give you my take on it. Right, after. okay. Yes, Maroon, if you're a sports fan, name a better duo. You probably can't because right now you can get 12 months of KO, basic included with a new Telstra home internet plan. That's bloody good. KO and Telstra, what a combo. Get 12 months of KO basic with a new Telstra home internet plan. It could change your life. Yes, Maroon, head to Telstra.com for all the details. Bolded text equals must be said verbatim. Bolded text equals <laughs> must be said verbatim. Oh, mate. So he's supposed to look at that and take instructions, not read out. <laughs> I don't even know what yes. verbatim means. Bolded what, text that? equals must be read verbatim. No, but see, the thing is, and he, and it, had when, the, it didn't say equals. It's had it the had little the equals, equals thing like a sum. <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge stuff up. But you know what? Yeah. Because there's two main commentators, and that's you're the main caller. Dan Ganane, who's the other main caller, he has a straight and narrow what he likes to be done. Yeah. You're just a free flow off the cuff. So every time I've read it, whatever words in front of you, to follow you from behind, it's so hard. So I just don't even bother reading at the start. Right. I just go, yeah. go with the flow. I, I would just close this off by saying you told your new colleagues, your new teammates at Manly, <laughs> that I was a Derek. I don't know what a Derek is. I don't know what a Derek is, but... I'll you take are the Derek a massive Derek. I'll get the Derek trophy after that. Oh, you are a feeding and walking, talking Derek festival. <laughs> oh, mate, that was a shocker. Anyway, let's talk about uh, State of Origin. I'll quickly go through the teams for anyone who hasn't, for chance, heard them. Queensland, Reese Walsh is the fullback. Cobbo and Tuolangi on the wings. Val Holmes and the Hammer in the centres. Halves, Munster and Cherry Evans. Flegler, Collins up front. 
Hunt is the hooker. The back row for Feeder Gilbert Carrigan. But the bench looks good too. Harry Grant, uh, Big Tino, Reuben Cotter and Jai Arrow. So it's a very stiff bench, very strong bench. New South Wales, Tedescott fullback, To'o and Addo Carr. Then Latrell and Tom Trebojevic in the centres. So the Penrith 5, 8 and half stay together. Jerome, Luai and Nathan Cleary. Up front, Pengai Jr. and Haas. Appy Corusau is now the hooker. Tyson Frizzell comes back with Hudson Young. Well done, Hudson. And Isaiah Yeo was always going to get picked. And then the New South Wales bench, Junior Paulo, Cam Murray, Liam Martin, Nico Hines. So I'll start with Queensland if I can, Woodsy. The old Queensland pick and stick thing uh, is out the window. How good is it, mate? I, yeah. I, I love seeing them. It's like they're panicking a little bit. Yeah. Kalen Pongert. Kalen Ponger, like from all reports, all he had to do was get through that game. That's what I thought. Um, you know, we were calling that game. Obviously, when he went down with the HIA, we thought, oh, he's gone, but he come back on. And then you hear some things from, you know, when he, he miscorrected the, the tackle count, you know, th- those things didn't go yeah, in his favour yeah. because mm. Origin comes under fatigue. And if that happens in Origin, you know, that's a big blunder. You don't want to be giving New South Wales any opportunities. So, but for me, the big one is Kurt Capewell. I thought he's been outstanding for them for the last, I think, two or three uh, series has been involved in. Yeah. They're thereabouts, their best players. So I know David Fafita's hit some good form, but you know, a player like Kurt Capo who can play back row, can play center, he's just such a versatile player. So it's funny because they always talk about loyalty. You know, when you were Maroon, we, we stick to our same pick and stick and they haven't done it. Whereas we're a bit different. We've actually gone back to the old team and you can tell with our side, there's been a lot of input from Nathan Cleary. So that's a good thing that Freddie's gone to him. He spoke to who he wants you know, the spine we've got, everyone's a, a, a Penrith or an ex-Penrith player by James Tedesco, which is a really good thing because you don't want to be wasting opportunities, you know, especially game one, because I think whoever wins game one this year pretty much is, you know, is going to win the series because that first one's in Adelaide, then you go to, you know, you don't want to be going down 1-0, going to Suncorp if you're New South Wales. So, you know, some different different picks that probably no one would have picked with Tavita Pengai. So, you know, that's the curveball, but obviously that's with Jake Trevojevic going down with a, with a calf and... The only thing with that is it's Jakey just ties up the middle defensively. You know, you've got a lot of ball players there, like to carry the ball, Tavita Pengai, Payne Haas, Frizzell, Hudson Young, but we just need to keep that middle nice and tight. That's the only bit I'm worried about. So Appy obviously is at nine. No Damien Cook in the squad at all. I, I don't mind that. You know, um, I reckon you got to either you, you go with one or, or the other. But then, you know, talking to Wado when we've been on this podcast, he was pretty adamant that if you, you pick Hines, you pick him at six or you don't pick him at all mm. because – we're sort of making a position, making a change just for, for Nico because he's there. So um, that's probably where you could have had Damien Cook. But this must be something that, you know, that Freddie sees that we don't see. So, you know, in saying that, Nico does deserve it. He's been a Dalian player last year. He's been one of the form players this year. Missed the first couple of rounds. If he had played those, he'd probably be leading Dalian count. I mean, there's 26, 30 players that deserve it, Woodsy. I know he deserves it. But how do you see them using Nico off the bench? At the moment, I'm not sure. I don't see him playing hooker. I might see him as a, you know, maybe bring out Isaiah Yo off. Could be a bit of a link man, like that third pivot that they play. It's sort of like, that's why I called for Dylan Walker maybe to be a chance of playing because he, he does drift across field. He's, a, he's a, a really good runner of the ball. But then defensively, I don't know where he defends there. So the idea of having Nico, that's why myself and Wade went too, too keen on having him on the bench. You either start him at 5-8 or not because we don't know exactly do you, do you move – is he in there for cover for Tommy or is he in there for cover for, for Josh Adokar? Do we have to move players around to fit him in, you know, or is, are we relying on the form of Luai? If he hasn't had a good start to the game, do we pull him off? Mm. So I'm not too short sure the thinking. And 
like you, you know, pretty much like you said, I'd probably look for either a different type of lock or maybe Damien Cook on the bench. But let's go back now to the Queensland side, and we we touched on the bench over there. Uh, Harry Grant, Big Tino, Ruben Cotter, Jai Arrow. So that's a, that's a nice bench, isn't it? To have Har- the 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 privilege of having Harry Grant on the bench. We get into the game. The middle, the New South Wales middle, starts getting a bit tired. Wouldn't even, a bit you know fatigued. what? On comes it, Harry. It wouldn't even surprise me if they swapped Carrigan maybe with Tino, because you look at the, the the middle of of New South Wales, two big boppers in in Hass and and Pengai Junior. So, I um, mean, Carrigan did come off the bench last year, but Cotter started. So, it's um, it'll be interesting to see what side actually runs out on the night. But mate, Paddy Carrigan, I think he was the Wally Lewis medalist. Like what a season he's had. Mm. And then you throw, like you said. You take off Ben Hunt and you put on a player like Harry Grant. Wow, that's a that's a huge. That that's probably where they've got a bit of a you know upper hand on us at the moment. And then the likes of Cotter and Arrow. Like Arrow is just built for Origin. Great, you know, physically, attacking wise, defensively, and he's got that really good late offload that you see for Souths every week. So it's it's a great side that Queensland picked. I, personally, I think the outside backs is where New South Wales can get him because you know you look at Cobbo, he's got a great carry, um, but then you've got Holmes, who's probably not in the form that. We've seen of, of last year, either is Tulangi and, and Hemiso is not the greatest of carrier on the backfield. And Reese Walsh, you know, he can when he's on, he can be firing. But then when teams pepper him, South did it a couple of weeks ago and he created a lot of errors. And, you know, you got big Latrell coming down, Tommy, big physical bodies that are going to, you can tell what they're going to do. Cleary's going to put those bombs up and they're going to try to ruffle his feathers early on in the game. I don't think you can look at that and tip New South Wales. I don't think you can look at those Why sides not? and tip New South Look, I just think they look better on paper up front. The back row, you've got Fafiti, you've got Tom Gilbert, you know what he's capable of, Pat Carrigan, and then Harry Grant and Tino coming off the bench, the experience of Jai Arrow and Ruben Cotter. Yeah, but we've got Cameron Murray, Liam Martin, Junior Borlo. Two okay, grand so finals, who two we, who's, who's going to win? Who's going to win? New South Wales. So, but you're you're just saying that from the heart. You're not saying that from the head. You're not looking why, at those I, two squads. I'm loving the spine. You know, I'm loving what we've had. Penrith have won back-to-back competitions. They've been in the grand final three years in a row. The combination we've got there. Nathan Cleary is the best player in the world. Followed by either you could have a you could have a flip of a coin. James Tedesco or Nathan Cleary. You know the combinations they've had. The the World Cup experience together. Brian Toto, outstanding, best play one carrier in the game. Latrell Mitchell. The name just speaks for itself. He's been absolutely outstanding. Turbo's found form. A lot of people have been questioning him. Mm. He gets, you know, a, a bit of space on the weekend and, and shows you what he can do with all the class he's got. So good to have Ado Car back. Not for what he just brings on the field, what he brings off the field. You know, just the 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 energy, the, what he does for a group away from rugby league. He brings everyone together. And I like the pack, you know. Probably the question mark would be, you know, Pengai Jr. That one come out of the blue. I, I was I thought that might have been a chance of you know, Stefano Udukamanu or maybe even uh, Tavita Totola from South Sydney. But mm. you can tell Freddie wants to get a big bash and barge forward that's going to ruffle a few feathers early on in the game. So you're tipping New South Wales to of win? Of course I am, yes. Okay, well, of course, that game will be on Triple M. Uh, all Origin games will be this one, of course, live from Adelaide. State of Origin, Game 1, and uh, well, look, interesting to see how Reese Walsh goes uh, Murray to a lungy. It, you know, it's exciting to see those players get an opportunity. Yeah. But because what you see Reese Walsh do each week, it's from what I've heard about him as well, he watches every game. He loves his rugby league. He's not a kid that just rocks up and goes, oh, I'm going to have a crack and, and try a few things. He studies it. He tries hard. I watched a little clip of Adam Reynolds on, on social media throughout the week, and he's just sort of said that, you know, he sees so many things, but he's got to just pick his moments because – the difference between NRL and, you know, playing 20s or reserve grade is the fatigue factor. Like, the game's so quick, it's physical. You're not always going to get those big plays coming off. And sometimes you just need to build to the big play, whether it's, you know, you have a crack at the long, 
Then you bring it back to the middle and then you have another crack at shorter. Don't try. I think you can pull it every time. So it's just all about calming him down and, um, you know, having that calm head in Cherry Evans and Ben Hunt around him, it's going to really help him. And I would love to see him at this level play. There's teams, obviously, more so than others that give a lot of players over to origin. Let's say, for instance, in Queensland, obviously, you got Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobbo. Broncos. Uh, what did I say? No, I'm just saying that's the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobbo, blokes like Tommy Flegler, Pat Carrigan. So there's just four players there. So there's a Payne lot Hass. of players. Payne Haas. Yep. So they give over a lot of players to Origin. So what is it like in Clubland? Are five or six players have got to step? Do they step up or is it like, you know, the last week of school at at, at NRL level? It's always a lot quieter when you, when you sort of lose those blokes because, you know, they're such a – they're part of your – probably a lot of the time the part of your leadership group. They're, the, you know, the powerful figures in your club. And when you see those big, you know, those big types of people walking, not, not that they have egos, but they've got presence. And it's sort of like you come to train and it's like, feels like you're sort of trained with 20s or, you know, reserve grade because you've lost those big-name players. And, you know, at times you can probably, you know, your intensity levels of training can drop. But then, you know, when they come back, it just depends. If, if they come back from a win, they're buzzing, they're ready to go. You know, the levels can be pumped up straight away. But then sometimes if you come off a loss and they're a little bit busted, they could be in and out of training. You don't see much of them. It's, it's, a, it's a huge six-week period for those sort of clubs. Mm. You know, look at them, um, South Sydney. They've got quite a few players in. So that's just probably the hardest part of managing Melbourne. And that's why I think Melbourne is such a good club because they've monitored that so well over the years because they've always had so many players. And, you know, last year you look at Brisbane, they got out of that origin period. They got to round 19, they were coming fourth and they didn't even make the eight. I think they won, they lost seven out of their last eight. Mm. And that just shows you they didn't handle the origin period well. You know, the training it, with these origin players, they could be, you know, busting their backside for that 10 days because the origin camps, they're, they're very intense. Like the training sessions probably aren't as long as what you do in club land, but there is so much more intense. you got all the best players around you. Um, you don't want to let the bloke down. So they just play at a, a cutthroat speed. Then when you go back to, to your club land, sometimes they might give you a couple extra days off just to recover from the game. And then sometimes you might play on a Wednesday night origin and you might back up on a Friday. Yeah. So then you get a longer, longer, longer period off. And it just... It just sort of stents, stunts your your momentum that you could have as a group or, you know, there's certain loads that they want you to get to each week and it just changes as far as the curveball in. So that's that's where the high performance from each club and the coaches, they really got to knuckle down and get that right. You were talking there about backing up. You always yep. backed up. Yep. But when you come back, does your NRL club say, do you feel like backing up or do they make you feel obligated to back up? Or no, is well, it- they always ask, how do you, how you feel? And the first thing, you come back to your phone after an origin, you always got a text or a phone call and from the coach or, you know, your team manager, how'd you pull up, blah, blah, blah. And you always talk to me. You know, I'm telling you, every player has a beer. You know, it's 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 a huge, you know, moment. Um, you always get around each other. You know, I remember there was one, I think we had Ivan Cleary in 2017. You know, we had a, a it was a Sydney game. We had a big, big drink afterwards. He, he messaged me and I said, yeah, we're just having a few beers now. We're going to have a good crack and we'll play on the Friday night against Gold Coast. And he just goes, mate, if, you, if you're ready, you don't even need to come to Captain's Run. Just sleep it off tomorrow, um, which was a Thursday, and then just make sure you get to the game on Friday. And then, yeah, mm. you know, to, to, if you're in, just give me your word. And if you're yeah. not, you're not. And then what they do from there, if you give them your word, they still have a player on standby just in case. But, yeah, I got to the game, got to the team meeting. Um, it was all good. And, yeah, end up running out there with the boys. For me, we, we won that game, but we lost the series. But because you're on a bit of a high, you won. You just want to get out there and be around your teammates. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's unreal to represent your state, but you also, you've got a job for your club. You know, I'd rather 
play that game for the club and maybe have a couple of days off after that because they're your teammates. They're the ones that helped you get that origin mm. spot because by them playing well, it, it gave the opportunity for the selectors to look at you. It is a bit unfair uh, for a guy who loves his club league as a supporter more than anything I love oh, my club league. Yeah. And you look at somebody like the Tigers. Now, finally, it's all starting to click into gear. You <laughs> know, was, yeah. they've probably won three of their last four. They put sixty-six points on the Cowboys. Now, Appy is going to play Origin. Well, that's a that's a price you pay for success, Maroon. You know, and then uh, there's a lot of talk around this period. The quality of football drops. You know, because you see a lot of players out and a lot of players don't back up, whether it's injury or you lose players through injury over extended time. And this is what the good clubs do. They blood those players. You know, they give them the game experience the previous years or earlier that season. Um, you know, when players are fifty fifty, to to just give them that experience around this this period of time. You know, at Manly, we had you know there was talk before the game that we obviously had. Both Turbo Brothers, Cherry Evans and Ola Kowatu were all a chance of making. Obviously, we only got two. Jakey's, I think he's had a calf complaint. Um, Ola Kowatu was unlucky to miss out. It's just one of those guys. It's, it's that next man in mentality. But as a fan, I can see why they get frustrated because you want to go there and watch the best players. So mm. you could look at your, your memberships and go, oh, we've got these games at Manly. 100% want to go. But not, not knowing that, oh, yeah. that's during origin yeah. period. We're not mm. going to see Turbo. We're not going to see Cherry Evans. They're the two. They're the highlights package of Manly. So... I can see where they get frustrated from, but at the end of the day, the players get recognition to be the best in the game. they got to play those rep games. Speaking of the highlights package at Manly, uh, Woods, you know Wado today, obviously. You've yep. uh, Wado's uh, having a week off. But uh, speaking of the highlights package at Manly, 42 points to 14 over Canberra. I didn't see that coming. And obviously, Josh Schuster had a, a – he scored a try, but he did have a great game. The thing is with Josh Schuster is I don't think anyone doubts – not at all. What he, the ability that he has. No, nah, he's got that freakish ability. Um, it's a very similar mould to that Fletty Mateo. Like, probably, you know, he's probably a bit quicker than what Fletty was, but he's just got that ability to, you know, just create just things that other players can't do. And and what he does, like, he goes to the line, he's got the no-lookers, he can engage defenders, and it really frees up Tommy. You know, the week prior against the Sharks, Nico Hines read it well, you know, we are playing some shape off Cuba Johns and... He'd just rush up at the back because he's played with Cooper before. He knows he goes slow to fast. And then he'd just take Tommy's time off him. Whereas when you've got a player like Shushta, he's he's liable to dead set hit a lead, can step off his left, step off his right, can grub her. And then they scored a try. I think it was Tommy's second try. Where So what we did, you know, you read the defense comes up hard. They like to jam go up hard. So what, practice during the week, you go at the line. And then because they read it, it was similar to what happened with Nick Hines and you know, Canberra would have done a bit of focusing on us. So he goes at the line, and then last second, Tommy just called. I don't know what they call because I wasn't there on the field. But you could just see Tommy. He changes his line and then steps back under. And then from that, the inside man chasing Shushta overchased. And then the bloke inside him, which was Corey Horsberg, was more worried about the first drop runner. And then because Tommy's so quick and they can just see things on the run, he dropped under him late, and there was just a, a, a five, six-meter gap and scores untouched under yeah, the field. Yeah. So he just creates little things that – that other players can't, and you can't, what we call is double defend. So when you get up and then once they pass, you can go drift off. Mm. He just engages you so much that you can't do it. He goes right to the line. And the other thing is, poor old Cooper's 80 kilos ringing wet. He's 110, 108 kilos. And you, you just can't underestimate his power and speed because he'll run straight over you. Yeah, but where does he go from here? Because well, he, like... I think it was a great wake-up call for him. But the other thing was, he was busted. Like, he hurt his calf or hurt his quad. It was one or the other. I can't remember which one it was. Quad. Quad. So, 
and I remember going into the Tigers game and speaking to him afterwards, he said it was still tight afterwards. So he wasn't there fully in his head. He, he wasn't 100% over his body. And, and sometimes players, you know, they need to be fully right with their body. Some players can't play injured or, or busted. And um, it's something that he's got to learn as he grows older because we need him out there every week. And uh, what it could have done, it could maybe teach him how to look after his body a lot better. But And from that, he's been so much better at training. You can even tell he's lost a lot of weight from the jerseys they're wearing on the weekend. It looked a lot more trimmer, but he just looks happy, you know. And and I think he realized, yeah, I, I stuffed up. I, I didn't get myself my head right in the right order. But now, you know, this is what I can do when, I, when I'm playing right yeah. and playing mm. fit. Yeah, well, you're only young once, you know, these opportunities exactly. come around. But there has been some criticism with him about, living too far away from the centre of it all? or no, nah, that's but- just people nitpicking there. See, look, mate, we've got a, a lot of kids that live out at sort of Western Sydney. Well, I think that's where he lives. Yeah, well, there's he, not anything wrong with that. That's but-, not, but that's just people like trying to nitpick because he's, you know, he's had a couple of back-back injuries and they're saying that he can't drive past a Maccas or a KFC. And I don't I don't believe that at all, mate. I've, I've seen him drive past. We drive past KFC at... I think Brookvale all the time. Mm. He's never in there. So well, you can't drive past one either. Yeah. But I mean, at least you're <laughs> honest about it. <laughs> exactly right, mate. Yeah. So when when the what is it? When the chips are down, people want to knock you. Yeah. And you know, he he's got to get himself right, which he's done. He, that, and that's been the biggest step for us to see that he wanted to do it. And he's been in there every day. You know, he's been training with your good mate, Big Spud Carroll. Um, he's kept him in shape. Um, he's, he's been, mate, you come in some days and as soon as you get off the field, he's back on the the, the assault bikes or right. the bikes yeah, training. Great. So mm. he's got his head in the right spot. And, you know, for us as many players, it's probably the best thing for us. But we need him to continue to do that. Like you said, being a young bloke, you can't keep using that as an excuse. We want him to keep going on the next level. Yeah, great win for Manly. This is uh, Footy Talk with uh, Woodsy and Maroon. Let's take a quick break. Yeah, well, the Sharkies have the bye this week, so our other man, Wado, we call him our team captain. He won't. He's not with us today. We'll give him the week he's off. He's like the CEO. Mm, he's yeah. such a, a smart human, smart cookie. We've missed him today. Yeah, look, I question a bloke his age or your age at the, you know, respectfully, the back end of your career. You might have a media career, but I wouldn't be having the day off. You know, that's all I'm saying. I wouldn't be having mate, a day off. He can do what he wants. He, he, he. You never know. He could be. He could be the boss of Triple M one day, mate. You would never take a day off because you're like, <laughs> you're like a seagull chasing down a chip. I've, I've learned from you? the best, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do this. Woodsy's front row forum. Front row forum. You know, you did say that it is just what people say, but I wonder if the people of Manly are they saying, "What about Woodsy? What a blowing! He comes here, he plays three games." <laughs> He gets injured and, you know, he's played for five teams, all of which won on the weekend. Because I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, look, what I love to do with, you know, the players is the blokes that have played the game and in your case still play the game is ask them the questions that, that blokes like me that just love the game but never had the ability. Just that sort of stuff. Like I wanted to ask you specifically, how did you find out your first origin, 2013? Yeah, 2013, yeah. It yeah. was game two. And and how did you find out you'd been picked? You must People must have been saying to you, oh, you're probably going to get picked. You pro- might get picked. Yeah, well, there was a bit of talk there, thereabouts, the year before. I was 18th man for two games in the 2012 series. Um, they went with Tim Grant instead. Um, and, you know, as a player, I love telling these people, like, these sort of stories because it just shows people that dreams do come true. And I'll never forget it. We were playing the Brisbane Broncos on a Monday. 
And I think, uh, what's his name? Big James Talmau got in trouble around game after game one. He had a bit of misdemeanor and he got a couple of weeks suspension from it from the NRL. So there's always in the back of your mind, there's going to be an opportunity. We could be in, you know, been there 18th man. So you never know. And um, we had a captain's run on the Sunday morning because we we're playing the Broncos on a Monday night up at Suncorp. And um, a, a number rang me and I didn't answer it because I don't know. Like, I, I don't answer numbers. I don't know. No. Nah. And then literally Farrah rang me like two seconds later because Farrah wasn't playing. That was when he dislocated his elbow. But he was cleared to play Origin too. So he was already in camp. Um, and he just rang me and he goes, mate, what are you doing? And I was like, just a captain's run, big fella. You know, we just got through it. We are just about to get changed and go to the airport. He goes, mate, that person, the, the, the call that just rang you, that was Loz. Wow. And I was like, oh, far out. So and he goes, mate, just give him a quick call back. And he goes, then ring me after it. So I was like, oh, what's happening? I might be 18th man. So I might be just called up to, you know. And then I ring Loz and Loz, uh, hey, mate, how you going? And so, sorry, mate, I was just finished captain's run. Um, you know, we're just getting in the showers, just putting our clothes on and get ready to go to the bus to the airport. And he's just like, mate, um, I just want to let you know, um, you want to, you like watching the origin and all that sort of stuff. So, mate, I loved origin as a kid, always grew up watching it. And he goes, well, how about if you play a game? And I was like, oh, no way, you're kidding, mate. And he goes, yeah, mate, you're in our squad. You just got to get through this game tomorrow night because <laughs> we had to play the Monday night because they named the side on the yeah. Sunday. Mm-mm. And then, mate, honestly, like the goosebumps there, you know, straight away. Yeah. So I spoke to Loz and I was like, oh, I appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. Hang up the phone. Then and I ring my mum. I didn't ring Farrah back straight just away. Just to be clear before you go on, he didn't say to you, you have to have a big game on Monday night. He said, you're in. You just have to not get injured. You're in. Yeah, you're yeah, in. You just right. got to get through yeah, the okay. game. So. so you ring your mum. Yeah, he's already told, told mum. She's like going off her head. She couldn't believe it and starts crying. And I was like, yeah, mum, but I still got to get through the game tomorrow night. She goes, mate. Just fake an injury. <laughs> Just get get through it. And I was like, oh, you can't do that. You still got to respect your club. Yeah. And obviously then you ring your missus and all that after yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, um, mate, it was just incredible. And i never forget, like, because Loz was like, mate, just keep it a bit quiet because we haven't announced the teams yet. We'll do that tonight. And, you know, we're on the bus going to the airport and, you know, I'm with a couple of my closest mates there in Tedesco and um, Curtis Siren and Mitchie Moses and, just sit on the bus and oh, I couldn't hold it in. I told the boys and they're like, wow, no way. How good couldn't is that? Couldn't hold it in. I couldn't hold it in because, mate, them teammates love them to yeah, death. Yeah. And, and I was like, nah, boys, mate, I can't believe like Because I was like shaking, mate. I was like, I was, and I'm, I'm a sweater as it is, but mm. I was sweating like, like I couldn't stop sweating. And the boys, you're all right, mate. Everything okay? And, and I told them and they're like, oh, that's unbelievable. It's the best ever. I was just like, mate, it was, it was such a, like, you know, there's phone calls that you get in your life and that's the phone call you'll never forget, you know, and the hardest thing was playing that game on the Monday night because you didn't want to get injured. Like going to that game and like just thinking, geez, I've got origin in, in 10 days. Like mm. this is unbelievable. And then literally played that game. Um, the team come back at lunchtime. I had to get back on a six o'clock flight the next morning and then straight into camp with the Blues. You know, we had a little bit of dramas that one. That was, uh, I think, when Blake Ferguson got stood down. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, for an incident. And in, then, in the Shire. The yeah. yeah. Mm. And then um, – we had a good day. Um, we had a couple of functions. We had a training session and then a good old bonding night after that. It was outstanding. And to that day is one of my favorite days because I got to roommate with one of my idols, Chucky Watmail, growing up because I was a Mad Manly supporter. Mm. So mm. what a life-changing incident that was. Money can't buy feeling, eh? Oh, you can't, mate. I'm getting juice to talk about it now, Maroon. But a, I, I off, you know when – You know you, what, but that's, that's what I'm so happy for, blokes, you know, Tavita Pengai, you know, Nico Hines, just the call they would have got, the, like, yesterday – just Hudson Young, yeah. even like Frizzell, he's been out for three years mm. and, you know, just the sheer joy that he would have had just getting that phone call from Freddie, like that is outstanding. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't imagine. I would argue that 
ANZ Stadium or a core stadium on an origin night has a better atmosphere than Suncorp. 100%. Because it's got 80,000 people in there. Well, I debuted at Suncorp. Yeah. So so you ran out to all the booing and the yeah, hissing. Had a, and the mad thing was, i never forget it, another little story. So we're in the huddle. We're warming up. Everyone's getting going. And then, like, Chucky grabbed me and goes, mate, get up the front. He goes, you want to get up the front and you want to you witness this. So it was literally Gal Farrer than me because all the boys pushed me out the front. It was just the best, like, mate. It was unreal. Like, it was goosebumps. But then... When we ran out at um, Stadium Australia, unbelievable. Mm. Um, 80,000. You run out, you see the Blatchy Blues. There's a tiny patch of maroon. It's, oh, mate, it's honestly, it's the best ever. Like, you can't, like, sometimes there's things in games when now that, you know, I don't play Origin anymore, people go, you miss many things. And there's like, that's probably one mm. of the moments you do miss. And, you know, I've heard Joey say, probably at sports lunches or whatever, that he ran out, you know, those, particularly as a younger man, you, you kick off. You're running around, you're tackling, you've got the ball in you, and you look up at the clock. It's 30 minutes down, 40 minutes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the game goes so quick because the funny thing about Origin, you've you've caught Origins before, Maroon, mm. it's so loud. Like you can't hear the person next to you. So you basically got to rely on what you've done at training and rely on instincts that you've done over the years because you've you got to rely on your second nature because you just can't hear people next to you. You can't even hear sometimes the training when he's running on. And then when he runs on, you're too busy in the play because there's not much stoppages, you know, there's only, only stoppages is probably the push and shoves you get this day and age, but mm. the game is so intense, it's so quick, it's so physical, and you just don't want to let your teammate down. Okay. Uh, we look forward to it, mate. Well, um, I can't wait. I yeah. just can't wait to watch the new boys. Uh, it's what an honour, what an experience, and I hope they go so well. And we are calling to the uh, NRLW Women's Origin on the Thursday night straight after the Men's Origin, Charlie White and his um, – Brother Large Pimple will be on hand to Hopefully she's yeah. gone by then. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like I <laughs> What's mean, her he, name? <laughs> it's a, it re, it's like the size of a five cent piece, isn't it? It's, it's been there for a month, boys, as oh, well. Wow. It's not going anywhere oh, anytime now, soon. Okay, so people didn't on this podcast don't know you have a voice. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this yeah, is chicken. Well, this is a I mean, honestly, mate, I've not seen a zit like it. Are you sure? Uh, it's not going anywhere, honestly. I tried to pop it and it just yeah. and it popped and I thought I got it. And then yeah. it's just clinging in there. <laughs> mate, you know what, what? Have you thought about just scratching it off? Well, I could do that. Mm. I tried to sort of like flick it off. Chicken, they reckon toothpaste. Get toothpaste. Yeah. Toothpaste, yeah, yes. overnight. I'll do yeah, that. Old remedy. Chicken, now that you're on, can I also can, <laughs> yeah. Can I also ask you this? Well, Chica should fill in for waiter. Yeah, I know. Chica, <laughs> how much does this bloke love talking about himself? He loves talking about himself a lot. Are you, you he's kidding? A, he, he's a very positive guy. Yeah, like, just yeah. outside, he was talking about his broken hand. He yeah, explained it as good to <laughs> Gus and Walden down there. I know. Down I there. Did, I know. <laughs> yeah, Maroon said it's good because you get more invoices. That's yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just wrap this up. Before we do, I know you're unhappy with the bunker, a couple of situations that come to mind. I want to start with this one because I know you're going to go with the player here, the Victor Radley headbutt. Not really. Okay. Uh, I was sitting at home watching the game, and when you lead with the head, that is called a headbutt, isn't it? Yeah. And he's been given three to four weeks. Look, I love Victor Radley, one of my favorite players. Like, so aggressive, one of the best tackle techniques, great ball playing. You know, we, we, if he didn't play for England, we're talking about him being in the origin sort. Oh, for sure. So... But that was a blatant headbutt. Yeah, I didn't. I thought and I didn't you, even. Yeah. Think, I didn't even think there was much wrong with Zach Lomax's tackle. Yeah, because he's gone to. You can tell Zach has tried to rake the ball, but then he slammed the guy down, and the guy hasn't even landed on his head. He's landed on his back, and just through sheer force, it, that that hurts. Like it's happened to me before, and he's dropped the ball. So I reckon Corey Allen's played for the penalty a little bit there, and you look because he sort of grabbed his neck, but there's no time that the, he hit his neck on the ground, so that creates the melee. <laughs> And then, then when you're in there, he's just dead set leading with the head. 
That's a fair income headbutt. The Reese Wall, I should say, the Vic Radley headbutt, the Felice Cafusi thing. Person like me asks himself, what well, are see, they? For, see, for me, is Radley's is way worse than Felice Cafusi. Okay. Like, Felice Cafusi, yeah, he comes in, swing an arm, clocks him. But he's using genuine force for the head. There's times to pull out. That's in the actual motion of the game. But f- but for Felice, there's so much at stake. Oh, so much. So like he- a, a bloke like me, again, a bloke on the hill goes, "What is he thinking?" Oh, that was that. You can tell that was a brain explosion because you you could tell in his face and his eyes when he's walking off the field. He knew he let the team down. Not just the team, but he let his state down too. He he knew he was going to get suspension. He had priors. I think he's been suspended for three or four weeks earlier this year. And then he knew when he was walking off, I've cost myself a Queensland jersey. Yep. All right, I'll get back on target here. The bunker situation. Let's start with the Jaden Seward try. So the Jaden Seward one, it, it was basically a try. And then the more they kept looking at it, they were just trying to find a reason not to give it a try. When at the end of the day, they gave it a try. So we wasted nearly five to ten minutes on watching that. There's another one late in the game when Matty Fayai scored a try in the corner. Jaden Seward was in front. He was within the ten metres. They didn't even look at that in the bunker which go the Dragons the win. Yeah. Mm. And then my favourite one was the Reese Walsh cash, the catch, sorry. Yeah. When he went up to pretend like he was catching the ball, but he took the fullback out and then um, Katoni Stagg scores. We go back to the video replay of it. The bunker cleared the catch, said it was all good. Mm. Luckily that our man Adam Gbanger went up and said, look, I think you might have to look at that again, yeah, Ash, yeah. because it doesn't look uh, right. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, it doesn't. He's actually gone up and taken the fullback out, then pretended to try to catch the ball. So if it wasn't for the, the G-string man that we call him on, on down there, then we're not getting the right rules. <laughs> we're not getting the right, you know, it's yeah. going to be a try. And then yeah. Penrith are behind. Yeah. And then, you know, the other one, Scotty Sorensen's double movement. Fair dinkum. Yeah. That mm. was a try if you've ever seen yeah. one. Yeah. Mate. Yeah, what about... What about um, you know, I've got another one for you. Uh-huh. Fisher-Harris, unnecessary contact because he tackled well, too hard. I didn't get that at all. I was calling that game. Mate, Fatty was commentating yeah. it on Channel 9 and, and he goes, mate, there's been, this has been happening for 120 years yeah, in the game. Yeah. What's the penalty for? Mm. Unnecessary contact. There was nothing wrong with it. No, it should have no, been a penalty yeah. for Jordan Ricky pushing Fisher-Harris off the player. And what about in the uh, Tigers... Well, congratulations too. Yeah, well done, Tigers. To West, they they've, they've put sixty six points up. I think that's the highest score they've ever got in, in the history of well, Magpies. What, I think that's what Dan was saying. Dan yeah, I, on I the commentary. To, yeah, yeah, Dan on the on the Fox call. Yeah, uh, Tigers West all as a merger. No team has scored sixty six points, which is right up there. Rarely do we see a team get to seventy. I don't think in my life I've seen an eighty. But unbelievable that game. But but anyway, even team Tim Sheens was blowing up. Ah, uh, Tim. Yeah, and and you know what I loved about it as well, like. They made a couple of plays and then, you know, I think Big Stefano makes a line break, but then they bring him back and the decision would have been right to allow him to go. Like, they just not, mate, just let the game go. Mm. Like, stop getting your heads on TV, boys. Mm. It's yeah. that frustrating. Yeah. But then the other thing about that game, how good was Stafford Toa? Yeah. He was coming up against Val Holmes. I hope Stafford and a, a few other blokes in that back five. Oh, unbelievable. Can, can play like that. Consistently, like, yeah. Jareem Buller has got oh, to do Oh, he it. is a freak, mm. mate. Mm. they they identified him, you know, early in the preseason, um, and I think that's the reason why they haven't brought Dane Laurie back into the team because Sheensy and you know Benj had, had identified they wanted to bring him up, and so from that, mate, what a what a player he's been. He's yeah. dead set. He won in the game against Penrith. Won in the game against um, was it the Dragons with yeah. the tackle in the yeah. corner, mm. and he's just safe as a house. He tackled Ravalar. Ravalar, but he made gonna... three tackles in the one play on yeah. Ben Hunt, mm. Suli, then. 
Brad, what a what a kid. What, a, what yeah. a find. Great to see West Tigers uncover a couple of – because they're another club that are doing their best and getting places. There's always going to be a certain section of the media always. that want to drag them down, and I don't know why. I don't know who it helps. Oh, but It doesn't help. We want those clubs, especially like the Tigers, you know, the, the Dragons – you know, para, border, the big Sydney suburban clubs. Mm. NRL's good when they're going good. Absolutely. Well, uh, Can I say one thing today? I yeah. feel like Maroon. I've just whinged for the last 20 minutes. Mate, no, Bloody no. hell. Listen, mate. Is this that... what you feel like? I feel like my head's going to explode. <laughs> no, no, mate. I feel oh. like Chick has pimple on his melon. <laughs> 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 well, Woodsy, we'll no doubt see you in here later I in need, the week. I need Wado back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Bring be... back Wado. So he has to have a day off. Um, a chick, or he needs to have a day off from Triple M. He just couldn't get. He's got to go and spend a few hours right now. His invoices, get his invoices <laughs> up to date. Uh, this has been Footy Talk. Enjoy Origin on Triple M. It'll be on the Triple M station that you normally listen to, or via the listener app. But until then, see you next time. <laughs>